morning. Welcome to your flagship radio program, the Nasco Moments Radio Show. Do you know where your children are at this moment? Nigeria as a nation has conceived several five-year development plans from independence until the mid-1980s. Since then, however, policymakers have attempted various schemes ranging from rolling plans, Vision 2010, the Needs Program, Vision 2020-20, and so on. A critical sector considered to have suffered from the abandonment of development planning and governance strategies is healthcare. The Nigerian government has signed several conventions and declarations in the past to demonstrate and amplify its commitment to public health issues. The most significant of these declarations is believed to be the Abuja Declaration of 2001, where African countries committed to a threshold of at least 15% of national budgets to the health sector. Even with the different interventions in the health sector in Nigeria, however, the real living experience of a lot of people is that our health sector is performing rather abysmally low. The evidence is there to show that the Nigerian health sector is bedeviled by a myriad of challenges and clearly avoidable mishaps. These include lack of planning, policy disconnections and inadequate capital spending, non-commensurate remuneration for personnel, outdated equipment and technologies, poor infrastructure, poor implementation of the national health policy, etc. Added to this is that implementation of the National Health Insurance Program has yielded sharp disparities in the availability of medical facilities across the country, made worse by the severe socioeconomic and political stress of recent years. It is over two years since the 2014 National Health Bill was passed into law and gazetted. Today on the Nasco Moments radio show, we want to examine just how much of the implementation of this act has been achieved. Plus, how well has this law helped the cause of healthcare delivery in Nigeria? Nasco Moments talk show has invited Dr. Daniel Meshak, a lecturer in the Department of Family Medicine at the University of Jos and Plateau State Chairman of the Nigeria Medical Association, NMA. Dr. Meshak will share his thoughts on the subject and further enlighten us on issues related to healthcare delivery in Nigeria. My name is Fudun Gang. We'll be right back. Nasco Cube Sugar is pleasantly sweet and can be used in tea, coffee, pap, and a variety of cereals and beverages. Nasco Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? Nasco Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. Nasco Cube. Mmm. Nasco Cube Sugar. Sugar. For that sweet taste. Nasco Cube. Nasco Cube Sugar, another quality product from Nasco. Dr. Mashak, it's wonderful to have you on the Nasco Moment Show. Thank you. Good morning, listener. What do you think of the overall thrust of the national health health law? Okay, um, I would like to start by saying that uh, health is a basic right, inalienable right of every uh, Nigerian. And so the National Health Act came about to uh, provide a legal basis for such rights of Nigerians. And on the 31st of October 2014, uh, it was uh, the National Health Bill was signed into law and it became the National Health Act. 
and the National Health Act seeks to address certain uh, problems within the health sector, which I would like to enumerate. Uh, the first one is that it provides a coordination, uh, a framework for coordination of the national health system. You know, one of the problems that have bedeviled our healthcare sector is a lack of coordination and fragmentation of uh, services, and so the health, National Health Act will address uh, this uh, issue. And then uh, secondly, it also uh, provides a minimum package of uh, basic health services that every Nigerian is entitled to. You know, and then uh, thirdly, it addresses the problem of social inclusion and then also um, address uh, inequity in the distribution of uh, resources in the health sector. You find out that uh, over half of Nigerians are staying in the rural areas. But you'll agree with me that uh, they don't have access to affordable quality health care. And so the National Health Act uh, will seek to address uh, such problem. And then uh, fourthly, it also will address the problem of catastrophic uh, health health expenditure for families because you find out that the major source of funding or payment system in the healthcare sector is out-of-pocket payment, which is about 70% and is the reason why many families are poor, are impoverished. And so the National Health Act will seek to address that through the provision of national health insurance and help families rather than spending the little money they have you know, the insurance will take care of that. And then, um, fifthly, is going to accelerate the attainment of the universal health coverage. Uh, you know, universal health coverage uh, simply refers to a health system that provides for the health care needs and also financial protection of all its citizens. Other countries have attained uh, uh, universal health coverage, but for us in Nigeria, it's still a mirage. And so we hope that when the National Health Act is implemented, it's going to help uh, address our problem. And then also, it's going to improve health indices such as maternal mortality um, and then uh, childhood mortality, neonatal mortality, you know, because um, you know, a certain group of people like the uh, pregnant women and children are, uh, will have access to free health care. And so it's going to help that. And then the last not the least uh, reason is that it's going to provide a legal basis for tackling uh, the problem of restiveness in the health sector which has been uh, which has been bedeviled the health sector mm. over the years certainly we're still still seeing that even right now yeah. but these are things that the act will do but when will the act be implemented then okay uh, the act was uh, signed into law 31st of October 2014 and government is starting with the uh, responsibility of operationalizing the act and as it is now we are still waiting for that uh, to be effected and the law stipulated that uh, people will start uh, being held accountable for any uh, deviation from the National Health Act two years after the signing mm. into law. And that is 31st October 2016, which has passed. So Already in 2017. Yeah. Okay. Um, what are the main features of this law that um, you think ought to be amplified and executed to favor a majority of Nigerians so that they can have affordable health care and that may be reasonable as well? Okay. Actually, the National Health Act uh, is divided into seven parts. Uh, the first one is about um, responsibility 
health services eligibility and then also establishment of the health system the second part is about health establishment and uh, technologies then the third aspect of it is about uh, um, rights and obligations of users and healthcare personnel and then um, the third aspect is about the national health research and information uh, technology and then uh, the fourth is about human resources for health and then the fifth uh, part uh, talks about um, the control and uh, use of blood and uh, blood products tissues and gametes humans and then the third uh, the seventh aspect talks about regulations and other miscellaneous however in summary you know there are certain basic things that uh, the law uh, you know I would like to highlight uh, the first one is that there is supposed to be establishment of the basic healthcare provision fund which is supposed to be a contribution one percent at least one percent contribution from the uh, consolidated revenue fund of federal government and then other sources like from donors you know supposed to put be put into this fund and in that fund you know 50 percent of it is supposed to go into providing national health insurance uh, for Nigerians, especially at the primary or secondary healthcare level, where that is what we call the basic healthcare. And by doing that, we believe that majority of people, especially in the rural areas, will be able to access uh, affordable quality healthcare. And then, twenty uh, percent of uh, the funds will now be uh, put into. We're providing vaccines, uh, drug, essential drugs, and consumables, while 15% will go into maintaining uh, facilities and equipment, while 10% will go into training human uh, resources for the primary healthcare development, and then uh, 5% will go into uh, providing emergency services. So in the law, it provides that every Nigerian is entitled to uh, emergency services, free em- emergency services. There's nothing like when you go there, they'll tell you, bring police report before we'll attend to you. And so that's one of the prohibitions of the law. And then, uh, thirdly, uh, free healthcare services. There are certain category of people that are entitled to free healthcare services. The pregnant women, children who are under five years, and then also uh, uh, elderly people who are 65 years and above. They are entitled to free uh, healthcare services and then also the law also talks about the uh, patient having the right you know if you're not satisfied you can there are channels that you can ch- uh, you can take your complaints to and then it will be addressed but it also gives uh, the healthcare providers the right as, uh, to refuse services in the situation whereby there is either physical abuse uh, verbal or sexual abuse in that situation, the healthcare provider has a right to refuse uh, giving any services to the patient and the uh, provider should report to the appropriate authority. But if those conditions are not there, a health provider cannot deny any person the right to free uh, healthcare. Hmm. And then also, the law also talks about, um, about uh, a ban on medical tourism. No government official is... <laughs> supposed to go out of the country for uh, 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 health care services except in exceptional cases and then there has to be bought either at the state uh, the national level where the minister will give the final directive or at the state level where the commissioner of health 
These are all very fine sounding uh, parts of the law that we have heard. I sure hope that it will be implemented soon because this last part is making me uh, wonder when actually we will be able to implement. But in any case, it's been an interesting discussion so far. Uh, Listener, today we're talking about the 2014 National Health Act and healthcare delivery system in Nigeria. Please join us after the break. Mama Shakara, eh? this your shabby city shine on. <laughs> and now don't fit. How manage? Ah, my sister. Now Bright Text white detergent. Oh. Bright Text detergent not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and soap? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Hmm. Mama Shakara, me too now Bright Text detergent I go to use to wash all my clothes now. So that I go to shine, shine and sense. Scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Welcome back. This is the NASCO Moment Show. We have been discussing healthcare delivery in the light of the National Health Act. Our guest has been Dr. Daniel Meshak, a lecturer in the Department of Family Medicine at the University of Joss and Plateau State Chairman of the Nigeria Medical Association. NMA. Now let's um, talk about funding right now. What are the specific funding parameters related to healthcare delivery in Nigeria? As it would seem that it is one of the most vicious challenges. Yeah, you're right because uh, there is no country that has achieved universal health coverage without uh, proper financing, and that's one of the major problems that we have in this country. Uh, there was a meeting in Abuja in 2001, the Abuja Declaration, in which African countries agreed that uh, at least 15% should be set aside for the health sector in their budget. However, after that, uh, Nigeria has never you know, allocated 15%. In fact, the, it has been oscillating between 3 to 6%. The only exception was in 2012, whereby uh, budgetary allocation was uh, taken to 8.4% in to, to the health sector. But however, the healthcare sector is really suffering because uh, there is no fund, enough funding, despite the fact that it has been agreed that uh, 15% should be set aside. The National Health Act 2014 also provides, like you mentioned earlier on, that the federal government is to allocate at least 1% of the Consolidated Revenue Fund for the establishment of the Basic Healthcare Provision Fund. So, how has the government actually uh, complied to this provision since 2014? Well, as of today, we are still waiting for the uh, for government to comply with that. Uh, there have been quite a number of uh, NGOs together with uh, professional associations that have been you know, ad- making a lot of advocacy concerning that and putting pressure on government to start the implementation. Uh, I'm happy to hear recently the Minister of Health announcing that uh, a committee has been set aside for, uh, to look at how government can start the operationalization of the National Health Act. And so we are waiting for that, but in the 2017 budget, it has not been captured. The 1% or the basic healthcare provision fund has not been captured. So we are still waiting and hoping that uh, the, uh, in the 
no distant future, things will get better. Mm, but how long do you think we can continue to wait, rather? Do you think the advocacy is enough or should more be done? And who should do all this? Okay, I think that uh, the advocacy can never be enough until the operationalization of the National Health Act come into effect. And I feel that uh, it's not just NGOs. Every Nigerian, if Nigerians really understand the content and the benefits that will accrue from the implementation of the National Health Act, every Nigerian will lend his voice to this advocacy because we are the beneficiaries. And so the media organizations, the NGOs, every Nigerian is supposed to be involved in the advocacy to put pressure on government to implement the National Health Act. Obviously, uh, there hasn't been enough education because a lot of people do not know that or how the extent to which they will benefit from the National Health Act. So there's need for so much more education. Who do you think is responsible for that? Is the NMA, for instance, doing enough? What more should be done? Okay, uh, for us, uh, well, uh, government is supposed to enlighten people. That's the responsibility of government. And I don't know what is happening, but for us, enemy, we have been trying our best to see that we educate people. During the last year, uh, uh, annual Physicians Week, we had a rally all over the state, uh, state of the Federation uh, at the same time, you know, to just uh, buttress or put pressure on government to implement the National Health Act. And so we have been doing that, and then we have collaborated with even NGOs that are, you know, uh, focusing on the implementation of the National Health Act, you know, and we have worked together with them. And so we feel that more still needs to be done. And for us, we will continue. And we are also appealing to the media too to also be involved in this advocacy, mm-hmm. so that majority of Nigerians. In fact, you'll be surprised to hear that even people in the health sector, professionals in the health sector. Do not even understand majority do not even understand the content of the national health act and so in the past it has even been the subject for uh, mis- uh, misinterpretation and so um, we need to do more. okay where can where can the citizen get access to the national health act if one wants to take a look at it and know more about it. Okay, it is the law of the Federation and it has been gazetted. And so uh, I know that in in the federal government, there is an agency that is responsible for printing all those uh, gazetted acts. And so I think the government can get it. And then Ministry of Health, State Ministry of Health, uh, uh, people can check there to get uh, a copy of the National Health Act. And then also some, like I said, some of these NGOs are into it and some of them have copies of the National Health Act, which they have been distributing and some have even simplified it, you know, bringing out the main salient points and they have been distributing it to people. Okay. Uh, this is the NASCO Movement radio talk show. It's all about the 2014 National Health Act today and our healthcare delivery system in Nigeria. We certainly hope that... Uh, all that needs to be done will be done so that uh, this act will be implemented in the country. We have been talking to Dr. Daniel Meshak, and we'll be right back. For whatever flavor you may need, yes, Nasco, Nasco, so crunchy and so creamy, yes, Nasco, Nasco, it's oven fresh and tasty for the young and everybody. Take a bite and get the feeling that you Get what you need for everybody. Take it everywhere you go. Grab 
Away with Nasco biscuits today. Nasco cream biscuits. Nasco shortcake biscuits. Nasco cream crackers. Nasco biscuits. Cream of biscuits. Welcome back. You're onto your favorite Nasco moment show. Our guest today is Dr. Daniel Meshak, a lecturer in the Department of Family Medicine at the University of Jos and Plateau State Chairman of the Nigeria Medical Association (NMA). We have so far discussed issues revolving around the National Health Act 2014 and how its implementation will impact Nigerians now the current coming to the national health policy right now it recommends roles for the federal state and local governments on primary secondary and tertiary health institutions how would you rate the performance of uh, all these levels okay uh, you know one of the major problems in the health sector is a lack of uh, credible data system And so you find out that it's not easy for you to measure some of these uh, services, but when you now extrapolate it into the health indices, which is being used to rate the country, you know that we have very poor health indices because we have one of the worst maternal uh, mortality, which is about 814 per uh, 1,000 uh, maternal birth, and then we have also poor uh, neonatal. Uh, death rate and then also um, in uh, under five mortality rate we have one of the worst uh, in the world and so if you just look at that you will know that we are not doing well whether at the federal level state level or uh, local government level and the federal government is saddled with the responsibility of um, you know uh, taking care of the uh, tertiary health centers like the teaching hospitals and federal medical centers you know and they are supposed to be engaged in research training and services but when you look at it there is no sponsorship of research you know and that's if we must move forward that's an aspect that we must give uh, we must focus on and give all the support we can so that uh, we can improve uh, services so that's not being done and then also you find out at the local uh, state level who are in charge of the secondary uh, health centers like the general hospitals you find out that you go to some states you know the general hospitals are just buildings but they are not functional you know and that is uh, pathetic some local government uh, some uh, general hospitals may not even have uh, doctors in some states you know and then when you go to the local government they are responsible for primary healthcare and you find out that um, most of the family uh, primary healthcare are not functional you find out that uh, they are being manned by community health workers and for some of them you know because of lack of funding you won't find drugs there and even for the workers some of them may not even want to go to the clinic they will prefer they only come during the time of uh, payment of salaries to get their salaries because uh, they don't there's no supervision and they don't uh, Have what they need to work with. Um, however, in Plateau State, I'm happy that uh, the Primary Healthcare Development Board has just uh, been uh, instituted. And what it will do now is that it's going to bring all the primary healthcare uh, agencies or clinics under one management 
and so coordination is going to be better it's going to be easier and even data for planning and then uh, monitoring will also be better in terms of uh, uh, implementation of the primary healthcare act and so i would say that we really need to do more in the national health system whichever tier Mm, and we certainly would want to see it in Plateau State because uh, government workers, state workers here do not have uh, insurance. Well, so, I, I have good news for you. I think government is uh, preparing something okay. for that, yeah, on that. We'll certainly be looking forward to that. Uh, thank you very much, Dr. Meshrak. Any final words as we go? Okay. Um, well, uh, I would like to say that uh, National Health Park, I believe, has a lot of benefit for Nigerians. And all of us should be involved in lending our voice to this advocacy. And for government, I know it's not easy, but if government can take care of the health needs of its citizens, they will find out that other sectors too will also uh, see the positive contributions or effect of that because people will be able to contribute to the economic development of the country. Thank you very much. Thank you as well. We are indeed grateful for sharing your thoughts and professional insights uh, with us on the Nasco Moment Show this morning. It has been Dr. Daniel Meshak who has shed more light on issues around healthcare delivery in Nigeria. Uh, we hope that everyone who has listened uh, is more aware of the National Health Act, of the inherent challenges in the health sector, and would better appreciate efforts being made to address and resolve those issues. We wish you a lovely day. Thank you very much. We have to end the show here, but follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash NASCO group. The Twitter handle you can follow is at NASCO group. And feel free to send any feedback on the NASCO Moment Show to the email marketing at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. We have a NASCO trivia question for you. When was the first national health policy adopted and who was then Minister of Health? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777. I'll read the question again. When was the first national health policy adopted and who was then Minister of Health? Please remember to include your name and location. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO and it was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants. Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department. Producer, Harun Audu. Research and Content Development, Ignatius Usa, Tolu Bakari and Harun Audu. Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu and Tolu Bakari. I am Hudun Gyan. Be conscious of your health because health is wealth. Join us again next week.